You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, before we wrap things up here with our Love of the Star mailbag, I need to remind you of our wonderful partner here at Love of the Star. It is Boomer Jacks. I, I can't say enough good things about Boomer Jacks. Brian and I both love it. Uh, our families love it. Our friends love it. And it's because it's the perfect spot for whatever you're looking for. If you're looking for a great place to hang out, watch the game uh, with some of your buddies, Boomer Jacks is the spot. If you're looking for a nice, uh, quiet dinner on a weekend with the family, Boomer Jacks, again, the spot. And if you're looking for just a, a nice spot for happy hour, uh, you know, with the coworkers or whatever else, Boomer Jacks says he's set up. Drink special starting at $3, $15 buckets of beer. They've got you hooked up. Whatever atmosphere you're looking for, I promise you, Boomer Jacks has it. And if the atmosphere you're looking for is a great place for wings, well, then Boomer Jacks is definitely your place because on Tuesdays, it's half price bone in wings. Wednesdays are half price boneless wings. Wall-to-wall TVs, live music. You are not going to want to miss it. There are 17 DFW locations. You can find yours by going to boomerjacks.com. That is boomerjacks.com. All right, Brian, uh, it is now time for the Christmas edition of the Dean Julia Love of the Star mailbag. Uh, First question here is from Ryan Trammell. And Ryan says uh, that he saw a Twitter exchange between yourself and Mike Lombardi about yeah. the offense and Kellen Moore and not knowing how to help the defense. He's just wondering if you can uh, elaborate a little bit on that. Yeah. Discussion you guys were having. Yeah, and I'm glad you got into that because when I get to the all 22 and, and very astute on your part, Michael and I always talk about the, uh, the middle eight and the middle eight is known as the first, excuse me, the final four minutes of the first half. And then the first four minutes of the second half. And so we always talk about final eight or how you manage the game. And then you also talk about four-minute offense. And, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to sitting down, watching the All-22. You know, there's ways to manage the game. There's ways to help the defense. There's ways to make teams use their timeouts. You know, if you want to say something that uh, negative about the game yesterday, yeah, it was a victory, but game management. Clock management, you know, you should, you know, the, the the Eagles shouldn't have had a timeout left and they shouldn't have had all that time left in order to drive the ball to try and score. I appreciate the fact that they kicked the field goal to try and make it, a, you know, to make it a touchdown game. But man, you know, just the management, Dak running out of bounds at 201. Yes. You know, 
And then uh, taking the sack at the two taking minute the sack, taking the sack. I mean, yes. I mean, those are all things that you have to, you can't let those things happen to you. And so, you know, Dallas got away with one, but they, they, you know, I, I kind of felt like Philadelphia, Philadelphia on their final drive, the, the last four downs had a timeout left, got a first down, spiked the ball on first down. Okay. So now you have three plays. Okay. Maybe you've three plays in a tie and a timeout, but you needed all four plays and you only got three plays out of it. Probably should have gone ahead and used the timeout, but they're probably thinking, well, we can throw the ball in the field to play and call a timeout. Well, to me, I, I was like, no, you, you need the plays. You need all the chances. You know, you blew an opportunity to use a play to save clock when you had a timeout. I, I, I don't know. I, the game management stuff to me, and that's the conversation that Michael and I were having, is that the way that those last few minutes of the game for the Cowboys on offense were managed, because, again, I'm going to look, look on you know, when the clock starts and the play snaps, all those things, Dak running out of bounds. Man, it just got it got really, really mangled in those last few minutes trying to kill that game. Did any part of you on that uh, final offensive set for Dallas, did any part of you think they weren't just hard counting and they were actually going to go for it on that fourth down? I I, I was talking with Zach Wolchuk, who does the post game with me. And well, Zach wait, and why, were you, why were you talking during the game? Don't, don't talk during we're, the game, Brian. No, no, we're, we were talking. We were down in the Cowboy Club. We're down in yeah. the Lower Light Club. And I was standing there, and I was I looked at him, and I said, I might need to go score a touchdown here. I might just think about trying to get a touchdown. Send it. And, yeah, and end it. And, you know, and he's like, man, do you think they could go 98 yards on you? I'm like, I, I think they probably could. But I'm going to try and end this thing now. I'm just going to, I'm not going to put this defense back out there again and try and win this game. And, you know, fortunately, they got a stop, you know, down on their end of the field. But man, did the Eagles come just roaring down the field, you know? But it was a, it was a field goal. It was a kickoff. It was, you know, there were a lot of things involved. If you give them the ball 90 something yards away, maybe it doesn't happen that well. But there was a side of me that thought, Okay, take the points, make it a seven-point game you know, or a six-point game for them to have to touch down to win. And I was like, cool with that. And then I was thinking to myself, but damn, I if I score here, I could end this thing. So I, I was really, really caught. They call that situation no moss, uh, the Cowboys do. No more. And it's, happened, yep. and it's happened to them two times now that they've had to deal with that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Do you think they named that uh, after Ambar Garcia's uh, No Moss segment on DallasCowboys.com? I think Ambar had something to do with that. I, th- I think that's yeah. I think that's the the correct take there. Uh, next question here from JB. He says, "Firstly, love the podcast. Listening each week in Australia, 
so thank you, JB. Uh, why do the cornerbacks play so far off on some plays yeah. effectively behind the first down line? They did it some on third down and long plays. And again, on one of the touchdown plays, basically question from JB here, Brian is of course, why are they just not playing press man more? I, that's a good question. They should. Yeah. I mean, you got guys, I'll tell you what, we're on Diggs watch now. I think Diggs I mean, was bad yesterday for the most part. A couple times. I get it, man. Those receivers are absolute monsters. I get it. But, man, you were playing in another area code yesterday. So uh, not, not his best driving on the football, not his best being around the ball, not his best, you know, when it came to defending slants. And I kind of felt like that the guys on the other side were more competitive, you know, trying to play the routes than what Diggs was. He, and, and, and he, like, on that, he was, uh, that, he fourth, a, down, that fourth down touchdown, he, he was a, just, he sold out and abandoned his area. It was he he made some some bad freelance plays too. He no showed that thing yesterday. He it was not a great game. game. I still think he play he's played pretty damn well most of the season. I think he was I think he was good for the most part against Jacksonville. But yeah, yesterday was bad. Um and and was not the type of showing that you want to see from him. But in general, would you be in favor of Let's because I mean there was a time I think they had Bland off on a third and six and Devontae Smith just runs his plant catches it first yes. down. You see what happens when they play off and they get the double moves. Yeah, it's just it's every time. You know you, that's what helped. A, that's what happened to Calvin Joseph in Jacksonville. I know that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying I, I, I get it. Maybe they don't like these guys playing a lot of press man. I would rather get beat playing press man than I would off and get double moved and and work that way or having. You know, having digs like his eyes are in the backfield and he loses track of what's going on. I think that happened to Slay. I think that happened to Slay on the third and 30 play. Yeah, he was I watching. He, he was watching inside. He was late then, getting over there, too. Yeah. He was late getting over to, to Hilton. And then, like, his feet weren't totally set at the snap, I don't think. And he was peering in the backfield. Yeah. And so, so he I, got burned there. Yeah. Next question here. Actually, uh, looking at the clock, this is probably final question here uh, from Chris, Mc- Chris McClellan. What's the best thing they can do to improve the run defense? And I assume that question, I mean, honestly, the best thing they can do to improve the run defense is probably just wait out the returns of Leighton Van Der Esch and Jonathan Hankins. As soon as those yeah. happen, they'll probably feel better. But is there anything they can do short of that to improve the run defense, Brian? Did you think Philadelphia ran the ball well yesterday? Um, no, not, not, not in general, three yards of carry, not in general. There were a few times where it seemed frustrating that they were able to pick up like five or six on a first down, but but no, I thought they were okay. Yeah. But it wasn't like, I mean, you see what the Eagles are without Hertz playing as a running back and quarterback. Yeah. You know, I thought the Cowboys played a lot better run defense in this game than they did the first time they met in Philadelphia. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, to, to answer the question, it's likely wait with Banderesh and, and getting Hankins back. Uh, you know, who, who do I they miss more? Who do they miss more? Banderesh. Yeah, I think so. Yesterday, Luke Gifford ended up playing 12 snaps and they started rotating Clark and Barf. off. I know Barf had the big or Barf bar had the big, uh, fumble recovery. Uh, and I think he made a player two in the fourth quarter that, that were kind of turning the day, but I thought Barr had a, a rough day. The first three quarters, actually well, the, the first viewing. The, 
playing coverage is not his suit. I no, they can't have him that. do that. Yeah, he he gets he gets exposed doing that. Well, that does it here for us on the Love of the Star podcast. We will uh, have a couple more here for you this week uh, with, with the Tennessee game. Short week, the Titans game coming up on Thursday. Uh, Brian, we will continue to cheer for the Cowboys to win out, the Eagles to lose out, so that I can switch chairs with Wolchuk and I can sit next to you for an entire game uh, at AT&T Stadium. I think that, uh, I mean, honestly, uh, I, I think that that'd be a, a great experience for you. If I could just sit there and pelt you with questions like I can say, hey, what's that called when there are only four defensive linemen and three linebackers, Brian? What's that called? What do they call that defense? And like, is it what, what do they call that? They call that a they, they call that a steam route. And you're like, it's a smoke route. Shut the hell up. And like, I, I just I I think I'd enjoy that. I think that'd be fun for you, too. It might be the first time that somebody has been slugged. In the uh, press box at AT&T Stadium. <laughs> uh, I don't know. There's a chance Calvin Watkins maybe has done that to somebody at some point. So I'm sure Tim McMahon did something. <laughs> we love you, Calvin and Tim. Uh, that does it here for us. Uh, thank you so much for listening and Merry Christmas.